Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Six pounds, pounds. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the she in essentials. <laughs> and you said that earlier. Didn't know if you were going to do it. But I mean, I'm glad you did. what else could I do? Essentials. I think I wrote essentials. That's terrible. I don't, we don't know what the rules are, but because we, we make break the rules. Them. Oh. <laughs> That's like completely opposite. Well, <laughs> okay. We make them, then Matt, we break them. We have some opinion about the rules. Yes. Like, yeah. Whatever. And that's all you need to know. So, um, I mean, <laughs> my name is Summer Yeager, and I'm here with my beautiful co host, Joy. And Joy is engaged. <laughs> I am. And I'm going to lose my mascara. So, um, Joy, if there's anybody in the world, that I can have almost matching last names with other than my own husband, I would pick you. Other and I <laughs> I didn't even have to pick you. It just happened. I know. Isn't that crazy? And tell him. Okay, tell him the story. Okay, this is the best story. This is the best story. It's funny because I just said tell him the story and I'm like, technically they're probably waiting for multiple different stories last name joy's engaged but no they're the same thing story they're, we're about see to what, okay okay so here's the story okay the first the best story the coolest part is that your name is going to be joy hunter mm -hmm. which i have practiced a lot because here's the thing i've walked around my house doing this thinking i can finally put the her in, in hunter <gasps> okay that's the third best part okay the first best part is that your name's going to be Joy Hunter. Mm -hmm. And and obviously when you say someone's name, you don't normally say it like that. Right. Like it would be Joy Hunter. Mm -hmm. You would put the the emphasis on the first name. Right. But if you say Joy Hunter, then it's like you're a Joy Hunter. I know, I'm hunting something. You're hunting which is totally me. Not animals, but true. Right. I'll leave it up to you to decide what <laughs> hunt. Is that cryptic enough for you? Yeah, that was super cryptic. I wanted it to be. Super cryptic. So I just feel like now you have to write books or something because mm -hmm. like it's going to be so great and confusing because it's right. going to be like hunting for joy. This That's the name book, of my first book. There it is. Or that could be Matthew's first book. Oh, oh. His, his book about pursuing <laughs> right, stubborn right. people. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, the second best thing about your last name is that it's Hunter, and that my last name is Jaeger, which is Hunter in German. I know. We have the it's same so last name. I feel like if we, any merch that we do from now on has to have something to do with yeah, hunting. we have to figure that out. Something. We're going to capitalize on that. You guys better believe it. Hunter. We're hunters. We're both hunters. Right. I'm slightly more Germanic. I mean, that might not even be true. What if you're more German than me? I don't know, but I'm not sending my DNA into any. No private databases right because they're not really that private right apparently so <laughs> um but you are right about all of those things 
Um, I am Joy, Joy Hunter. I am Joy Temby for now. <laughs> um, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer. And Summer, I just want you to know that if I was getting married, I would want you to be my maid of honor. Yeah. Do you want to do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> How am I supposed to do this now? <laughs> I didn't even wear waterproof mascara today. <laughs> I know. I should have warned. I couldn't have warned you. <laughs> you couldn't have warned me. I've been planning this for a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Yes. I would love to do that. Good. Thanks for asking me. <laughs> oh my gosh. How am I going to recover? <laughs> There's no recovery. Right. <laughs> We're just going to have to cry through this whole episode. <laughs> Which. It's not even a sad episode. <laughs> I know. Which is interesting because like the last few episodes we've just sort of <laughs> laughed. Like. Uh, I feel manic right now. Right. Is that the right word for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I think so. Oh my gosh, I want to do all the things. I'm going to, okay, so when I go home, I'm going to like Google like all the things that a maid of honor has to do. <laughs> and then I'm going to like do those to like the 10 millionth degree. So the good news is <laughs> what I've discovered is that I'm a very low maintenance bride. Does I don't that even surprise care. anyone? No. So um, I'm going to like make you be high maintenance. You can, uh, whatever you find, you can just like not worry about most of it. Okay, but this might be like, wait, let me start the sentence again. <laughs> this is probably the only time I'm going to get to be your maid of honor. Right. So <laughs> this might be. So hopefully um, if you just let me like really do that, that'd be great. Okay. Sure. Do it. Okay. Yay. Well, hey guys. <laughs> I think I got mascara on the microphone, which is like it's normally beard hair in these microphones. Happened? You're wearing glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Okay, Um, you're crying in a way that actually (laughs) defies the laws of nature somehow. Uh, and our friend Nikki's here and she's crying too. She's pregnant, so there's no hope for her. Right. She's and I'm so engaged, pregnant. So I'm crying about and- everything. <laughs> this is like the most estrogen this show's ever going to well, feel. In this room, too, especially. We're sitting on the Apologia radio set in Apologia Studios, where primarily only men work. Like they're gonna uh, walk in on Monday and they're gonna be like, "What happened here? Something's right. off in this There's room." There's just gonna be like glitter everywhere for no reason. Are there tears on the desk? Are there tears on my microphone? I feel like that should be a song. Tears on my tears microphone. On my microphone. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay. Whoo! What other great large newses do we have? <laughs> newses. Well, luckily, what we're talking about today, it's not really anything new. Oh, that's true. This it's is just this is ancient old, truth, old school. <laughs> yes, stuff. yes. So we wanted to. Okay, so this is actually really fun, and this is probably something I don't think a lot of us <clears throat> talk about until we get in arguments about it. <laughs> right. Um, so we did an episode. I don't know when. 
Have you guys noticed that we don't keep track of things? Because <laughs> we don't keep track of right. things. <laughs> we have some really awesome people that uh, help us keep track of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we talked about dividing... Uh, basically when should we be united when should we be divided and a lot of the feedback from that episode was like hey i wish you guys had talked more about what the essentials that you can't divide over are right um and i think i kind of overlooked that because i am guilty of just saying of assuming that we all know right (laughs) what they are honestly i kind of i did feel like when we were like all right see you later see you see you next week yeah i was like oh maybe we should have said more about that right but it's okay right because we do our own podcast and we can do it now and do whatever we want um so there's that famous saying and this kind of goes with what we talked about when we talked last time when we talked about dividing and being unified in essentials, unity, and not essentials, li- liberty, and in all things, charity. Um, <clears throat> so that's kind of like, a, it just explains quickly kind of what we already talked about, which is we need to be united over the essentials. And when it comes to non-essentials, we need to give liberty to our brothers and sisters and understand that, you know, I have some dear brothers and sisters in the faith who think that tattoos are sinful right and that shouldn't be something that we divide over and they're allowed to feel strongly about that and i'm allowed to feel strongly about that but it's not an essential of the faith right because having a tattoo or not having a tattoo doesn't keep you from salvation it can't make you saved it can't make you unsaved that's a non-essential so i think even before we talk about the essentials we have to define what we mean by essential Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is Uh, that there are plenty of things that I think are essential to the faith, um, to the Christian faith. Um, but they're what we're talking about is essentials to salvation, like, yes, a yeah. saving right faith. Yeah, what are the things that you must believe in order to be saved? And, um, while Jesus was asked that question. Um, and, uh, we see in acts, um, that question is also asked and, uh, basically this is a question that I think we are asking like all the time, uh, when we're in like any situation, like, okay, how do I save myself here? (laughs) And I think the gospel answer turns everything upside down because it essentially rests your salvation on what like someone else has done for you. Uh, and so, uh, that person that saves you is, is an believing in his, him is an essential to the faith. Right. Essentially when we're told repent and believe, uh, those things are, essentials to the faith because in the new testament when that question is answered well the answer is repent and believe right um but what are you believing in is what we're seeking to answer and so the first the the first and most obvious one i think is that well the deity of christ Mm -hmm. is an essential yes uh because if jesus didn't exist and didn't wasn't the son of god then well there's really no, no no saving he can do right there there would be his his sacrifice his death would just be another historical moment 
right. another gesture of a human right that that ultimately right isn't meaningful in the way that it is because he is god right and most people believe that jesus existed it's right. going to be very hard to find any serious person or anyone who's looked at history i mean even muslims believe that jesus existed right. but the differentiation is who is he and so his the fact that he is god the god man is an essential to the faith um <clears throat> there's nothing for you to believe in if christ is not who he says he is right so the deity of christ i think is number one um who he is that he is the son of god uh and we find um in john 318 316 635 640 647 653 through 58 819 24 11 25 through 26 1248 i have a whole list here but there's just a few for you uh where uh jesus is referred to as the son of god um and uh I think that the next one for me uh, is that salvation is by God's grace and not by works. Agreed. Uh, If you believe you can work your way into salvation, into heaven, um, well, that's not the gospel. So if you believe that you have to work to save yourself or to meet a certain standard or that you can get yourself into heaven, then you're not believing in Christ's work on the cross. Right. So, well, and if you, cause <clears throat> I'm trying to think about how I even want to put this, but, um, obviously, um, when, when scripture, uh, defines who we are before God, uh, it becomes very apparent that we cannot, like we we cannot do that we cannot there aren't there aren't enough works and if we fail at one point Mm -hmm. then we're accountable to all of it so god's made that clear um in his scripture that it it, that we we can't do it and so this is this is uh and that which further reveals his purpose for giving his son right right yes that one, non-negotiable. Now, right. I do want to make a qualification that is necessary, and that is that, um, for instance, in the Roman Catholic Church, uh, they don't believe, they do believe that there are works that are necessary. Right. Um, <clears throat> do I believe that Roman Catholics can be saved? That's a complicated question. Mm-hmm. And there are some distinctions that I want to make. <laughs> I think you would probably make the same ones. Help me out if I'm off base here. <laughs> um, I do believe that there are, well, number one, I believe that the Roman Catholic Church is an apostate church. Right. I believe that it's heretical. Based off of their doctrine. Based off of their doctrine. What they say they believe. Yes. The do Does everyone who sits under that doctrine necessarily is, believe are they everything. Taught, are they discipled that way necessarily? Do right. they believe that necessarily? Right. We can, we cannot speak to that for sure. So yes. of course we are going to. Yes. You know. Yes. We are going to acknowledge that there are people who m- wouldn't necessarily 
that that maybe they're a part of a faith that wouldn't affirm some of these essentials, but they would affirm them. Right. Yes. If this show we re- so <laughs> it's called The Essentials. Yeah. Which implies that we are not going to do a 3-hour long thing. We're just trying to give you a basic overview. Yeah. So Right. And the qualification I think we'll I'll make more towards the end too is just that I want to make a distinction between um understanding doctrine perfectly and being saved. Right. Because the second yes. you're saved, you know, let's say let's say you're from a Roman Catholic church. Let's say you're saved in a Roman Catholic church, which I believe is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that, uh, I believe there are Christians who have died in the Roman Catholic church. Uh, I believe that's probably not the norm. I think that yeah. as God grows you and sanctifies you, that I don't believe he's always going to, he's going to leave you in an apostate church. Um, but we don't kind of get to make these judgments. Right. Uh, I think that you can hear the, the gospel in a Roman Catholic church, it's going, it's not going to be the full gospel. There's going to be a lot of problems with it. I think God can use it. You know, when people are saved out of false religions, right? They aren't saved into perfect doctrine. That's the distinction I want to make. Mm -hmm. The second you're saying, and the distinction I'm making here by bringing up the Roman Catholic church is I think the Roman Catholic church has a much better concept of the Trinity than say, uh, if you're coming out of the Mormon church, yeah. For example, mm-hmm. so someone who saved out saved out of Mormonism probably not going to have a super great grasp on the Trinity. Yeah. Uh, someone saved out of the, a Roman Catholic Church, they're going to have a little bit better grasp. Right. A little bit better. There's an element of discipleship. Yes. We can't. It's not a judgment that. First of all, we're not going to make it because it's not our judgment to make. Right. But also, um, depending on how you're discipled, mm-hmm. you, there may be less of a clear grasp. Mm-hmm. Or, like I. <laughs> I guess that's the point that I was trying to make is that Mm -hmm. um, there are people who do know this, Mm -hmm. but that don't necessarily go to a church that would affirm it. Right. And they may not put it, they may not affirm it in the words we're using. Right. Right. Um, So anyway, that was my whole point in bringing up the Roman Catholic church was that we, we really differ with them. And this is not an episode on the Roman Catholic church. So I'm not going to go into it totally, but we differ with them on salvation by God's grace and not by works. And I'm saying that salvation by grace and not by works is an essential, but you might not understand that doctrine fully when you're saved out of something. Um, So I'm going to move on. We can qualify later if we want. Right. Um, Salvation is through Christ alone, which goes back to God's grace and not by works. Um, The next one is for sure the resurrection. The resurrection is essential. You can't, not have the resurrection um and first corinthians 15 starting in verse 12 sorry my mom's texting me hey mom <laughs> um sorry first corinthians 15 12 through 19 says that now if christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead but if there is no resurrection of the dead then not even christ has been raised and if 14 this is very important And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. So, and and 15 goes on to be even more clear. We're even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. So, uh, 
and verse 17, and if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Like, it doesn't get any clearer. It, that right there, it says essential. Yes. <laughs> this must happen for this to happen. Yes. <laughs> Let me read it again. Verse 17, <laughs> and if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. So the resurrection, essential. If you deny the resurrection, then your preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. So leave it. Um, and so I would say the last one that I would put on this list, although I could keep going, but I'm really trying to stick to what is essential for salvation. Right. Uh, is the Trinity. And so again, this one's going to require some qualifications because... The second you, you know, what what about a four-year-old who's a believer? Can a four-year-old perfectly explain the Trinity? Can most 24-year-old believers perfectly explain the Trinity? Right. We did, well, so the episode that we did about the Holy Spirit with your dad, mm -hmm. I think he gave, like, the best qualifier about the Trinity that I've ever heard. And I don't even know that I'd call it a qualifier. Mm -hmm. It was really just your dad willing to give grace in this area because it is such a almost, and I'm not going to try and put words in his mouth because he said it way better than I ever could. Um, and it's based off of a memory. Um, <laughs> right. But essentially Just what go back he was and saying listen to that episode. is that um, this is, it's an important thing to get right. Be, but because of, because this is such a thing that we cannot understand, mm -hmm. there is grace to be given. Yes. Not to everyone yes. who has an opinion about the Trinity. Correct. But there is grace Mm -hmm. to be given to people that don't have I mean it's it's the same qualifier that we gave earlier mm -hmm. but if mm -hmm. I you know yeah I, I, and I always recommend that episode yes go back and listen to that because yes. it contains it contains a really great yeah message about this topic and yes. people who aren't getting it right right or who are maybe like skirting right it a little bit right and I mean, essentially, if you if you are a believer who has sincerely studied the doctrine of the Trinity and you are still in heresy with it, mm -hmm. let's say you believe that uh, God is essentially like an actor who can put on different masks. Like, oh, right now he's functioning as the son. Right now he's functioning right. as the spirit. Right now he's functioning as the father. Um, Otherwise known as modalism. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That it's <laughs> one person acting out these different roles. Well, that's heresy. Because we know that there is one God, three persons. And that the Son is not the Father. The Holy Spirit is not the Father. You can, let me do that right. with all of them. The yeah. Spirit is not the Son. Da, da, right. da, da, da. But there is only one God. This is a, what Paul calls a mystery. Mm -hmm. um, which means our finite human minds cannot really wrap our brains around it, but we can understand the is not this is not this. And that's what, that's how you kind of stay within orcs orthodoxy right. um, is that um, there is a beautiful three in one that is hard to understand. What I'm saying is that if you have, if you are a Christian who has earnestly studied the Trinity and you still don't understand it or you land on a, a position that is outside of orthodoxy that is heretical um 
then there is going to come a point where you are rejecting who God has said that he is. And there's going to come a point where you're doing this purposefully. It's okay to struggle with what the Trinity is. Yes, and, absolutely. and it's, it's good to want to understand who God is and to wrestle with these things. And there, there are a lot of people who are discipling a lot of people that don't or won't talk about the Trinity. Right. So that's gonna, I'm going to kind of point back to the discipleship thing yes. a little bit because yes. there are a lot of people who, who have been discipled into, to an incorrect, whether it's the, the clover or whatever, you know, and <laughs> right. we're not, I'm not saying that like all of the bad metaphors. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, so it's, it's possible that what genuine believers know about the Trinity is false because it was taught to them incorrectly and mm -hmm. their mm -hmm. discipleship hasn't like included right a study of it right and I, I would say if you're confused about the trinity then this is where it becomes really important that you are a member of a local church that you can uh, go to your elders who can wrestle through this with you and help you under the understand this better that's where this kind of discipleship should be happening. Now, obviously there's all kinds of great resources out there for you to study as well. Um, but that's also part of the problem because there's a lot of people, you know, who have really bad theology right. um, about the Trinity. Um, and so I would just, I, I would say that the under the Trinity is essential to the faith because if you lose who God is, who right. Jesus is, um, then you're, what God is it? Right. You're going to be in a lot of trouble. But I'm also trying to make it very clear that um, you can be saved before you have a perfect understanding right. of all of these things. Yes. Um, yeah. The only thing that we didn't really touch, well, and we kind of just touched on it, that I think is essential to the faith is like, is who God is. He is not like us. Yes. And that is essential because none of this can happen mm -hmm. if he is a man. Right. Um, like we are. Men. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there is there is um, not everyone has uh, fully studied just how and we and we have traditions where we sort of equate God when we and we describe him in very human ways. And I, that doesn't mean you're not saved. But the point is, is that in he is not us. He is yeah. above us. He is holy. Um yeah. He doesn't think like us. His ways aren't like ours. Right. Right. Yes. Monotheism. Right. There is one God. Mm -hmm. He is God. He is yes. not a man. He's not a man from another planet like right. the Mormons believe. Right. <laughs> and that's important. Um, so, I mean, that really kind of covers it for me. Um, and this is kind of where it goes back to kind of what these things cover. So the deity of Christ is important because we have to believe that um, salvation comes from him and he was our, he is now our faithful high priest that all of the, the typography we see in the Old Testament points to Jesus. Um, that's outlined in Colossians 1, 15 through 23 and Hebrews 2 through 4. Um, we have to believe that Jesus Christ was crucified and this goes into the fact that Jesus was 
fully God, fully man. So that covers the deity of Christ. Jesus was manifested in the flesh. Uh, his crucifixion actually killed his body. Um, yes. And then back to the resurrection, his body was actually raised. Yes. Um, so we could go on and on, but I think essentially, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> essentially, uh, what we're saying is that if you have a correct doctrine of the deity of Christ, of salvation by God's grace and not by works, salvation through Jesus Christ alone, his resurrection and the Trinity. Right. Then when we're told in the New Testament that uh, what you must be do, what you must do to be saved is repent and believe. These are the things that you're going to believe. Right. Who, who is God? Mm -hmm. Who is Jesus? Yes. How are we reconciled? Yes. To God. Yes. Like those are that I agree that that's as far as I'd want to go on an yeah. episode about the essentials of right. salvation. Right. Um, and so I guess the last qualifier is I think this brings up a lot of questions of like, well, then who are my brothers and sisters in Christ? Well, your brothers and sisters in Christ, number one, are believers. Uh, anyone who has repent, repented and believed in Jesus, um, have a saving faith. And this means that we're going to differ in all kinds of areas. Um, this is why I can say things like, I believe that someone can be saved out of the Mormon church. Mm -hmm. Someone can be saved out of the Catholic church. Um, is this God's normative means? I don't know. Maybe not. But we're told that people are saved through the preaching and the teaching of the word. And so... Uh, well, in many churches, um, I do, I, yeah, I think it has a lot to do with how you're being discipled because there are a lot of churches that are not Christian, but for whatever reason have adopted this, um, this sort of, we are Christian. And so what they're teaching is actually, it's, it's a very light superficial version um, and I don't recommend it as a substitute for like real biblical teaching. Mm -hmm. um, but I can admit that it could lead to real salvation. Right. Right. Is there anything we want to say about that other than what we already said? I don't think so. Okay. I want to keep it simple. Yeah. Um, I feel like I even gave more qualifiers than I wanted to. It's just, it's. Yeah. This basically the reason why we're giving so many qualifiers is that we are not looking for this episode to be used as a weapon against people who are saved. <laughs> right. That's not right. what we ever want to happen. Right. This is just this is informational. Right. And uh, really just meant to like edify and sort of right provide like a wholeness to the question. It, it was asked that we address it. So right. Um. Okay. Do you have a feminist of the week? Um, I do. Let's do it. Our feminist of the week is Natasha Aponte. Aponte. <laughs> Spell that. Um, A-P-O-N-T-E. Uh, so she got a bunch of attention. Okay. <laughs> uh, she went viral for a sort of like social commentary video that she created where she um she invited a bunch of guys from tinder oh. to watch a dj set in new york city with her 
Okay. But they all thought they were just going on a date with one girl. Um, and so she did this. This is like the real life bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) And so the point of it, like it, the purpose of it was to like, to like put Tinder, like take Tinder off of your phone and like put it into real life. Okay. Um, and then she, like there was, it was something about, she didn't, I don't think she, it's possible that in other articles, she like more fully explained the point of this commentary that she was attempting to make. Right. But the point of it was kind of um, to show uh, that like on Tinder, you're not meeting a real person. And on Tinder, you can say like, I don't want you to show me anyone who's less than five ten, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so the reason why, anyway, you guys can imagine why this commentary was done and it seems very clever and it's very, I can right. see why it went viral. Right. But I just want to talk about um, just the weird foundation of this. Okay. Like it is a commentary on the subjectiveness of the, like of love and sex and things that are happening now from the like from a person who has a foundation that is purely subjective as well right like she's making this commentary about tinder but like she still uses tinder and yeah and her foundation is that like sex outside of marriage is okay and indiscriminate dating right. is okay so ultimately and what she's saying about relationships isn't that great anyway right and that's what i mean like the whole the whole thing that earned her our feminist of the week is that it's just so subjective right like, oh it's not a hard-hitting commentary to me because your foundation i also think is wrong right like well it's like, like what point are you trying to prove because what what do you even want from dating relationships like what, what does I mean. a dating relationship even mean to you like this is this is what goes viral in our world right but ultimately it's still it's very meaningless right because it comes from a worldview that doesn't have any proper sexual ethic right it doesn't have you know that just doesn't have a good foundation at all right and we we're just like eat, we're eating it up right we're like oh how interesting and it's like well but really doesn't matter though because well I mean it's like when people write opinion pieces on The Bachelorette I'm not really interested in what you have to say because this show is on like it's 3000th season and it's gonna have 3001 because everybody is so fascinated by what's happening here because essentially The Bachelorette is how our generation dates anyway right and that's what I mean. Like you're doing a commentary on yourself. <laughs> right. Like that's so weird. Like wh- you played you yourself. Exposed yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. She even ended up like picking someone. What? To actually go on a date with of all these guys. All these guys are standing in Times Square <sighs> with each other. And then they all, it's all revealed to them that like, oh, hey, you guys were all here to go on a date with the same girl. And it's like, what? She went with one of them. Yeah. So she did the thing. Well, oh, uh, no way. Really? (laughs) Stop. It didn't work out? No. I couldn't have seen that one coming. I don't know. I just think some of the social commentary is lost when. Right. And then when when you're making fun of social media dating and then your story about making fun of social media dating goes viral on social media. Like, 
it's just it's kind of like there was this video i don't know if this drove this drove me nuts and i never meant to tell anybody this because it's really like not pious of me but there was this video that went viral i don't know two years ago maybe and it was this guy talking about like how bad and annoying social media is mm-hmm. and like oh get real and da 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 and it was supposed to be this like beautiful moving piece about how we need to like work on having real relationships right. Go outside, but the thing is is that the yes the thing is is that we were all watching this on facebook I know. and everybody was sharing it I on that facebook video and i thought the same thing i was like all right <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't have a ton it's like you want to give me this message, but the only way you can give me this message, because I don't know you, is through social media. Right. And the only way I'm going to see this art that you're creating through, like, spoken word and your beautiful production right. and camera work and your music is because of social media. Yeah, I remember that video. And I was like, I was like, at the end, shouldn't have said, like, okay, now. No, like, seriously. <laughs> now that you've watched it. Now that you've <laughs> now that you've liked and shared my content, go outside. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't... Right. It was just, like, so ironic, right. and I was yeah. not into it. Right. But anyway. Um, so, hey, after you like and share this episode on <laughs> Facebook... We're not saying... We encourage... We're fine with both. Yeah. We, we're against idolatry. That's really it. Right. So just don't do that. And, um, you know, as I said earlier, in essentials unity and non-essentials liberty, and in all things charity... Um, Please like and share this episode if it was helpful to you. Do not use it as a battering ram or like come at me because you think I support the Roman Catholic Church. Because right. I um, think we were clear. Yes. I just want to. And here's the thing. I don't know about you guys, but like when I think about these things or talk about these things, like it's actually really encouraging to me. Like I feel this satisfaction in like thinking about the deity of Christ. Right. It's like beautiful. And in thinking about the Trinity and it's like, this is the kind of stuff that um, I think we should all be like happy to dwell on and to think about. And um, anyway, I hope it was encouraging for you. Right. That's what I'm saying. And it's really like as simple as we attempted to make it here. It's not simple at all. Right. And <laughs> yes, you should. Uh... You could spend every waking second of the rest of your life studying any one of the doctrines we mentioned mm-hmm. and not get to the bottom of it. Oh yeah. Like that's the truth of scripture. Um, and so do that. Like if you're like, wow, I really don't feel like I have a real great grasp on the deity of Christ and what that means. Like study it, mm-hmm. like just do that. Um, and I think you'll be amazed. Like, I think I was talking about when we did, um, we did our episode on God's law, like studying that is encouraging. Oh yeah. And I haven't even like chipped the beginning of the iceberg. Me either in that study um you can you know god's word is endless like when we we say that like it is a feast that it's the you know jesus is the bread of life like this is food that like is never ending Mm -hmm. and like you can eat of it forever and i think we'll be doing it forever and eternity is glorying in god Mm -hmm. um and now i'm about to go on to a whole other topic i'll save that let's talk about heaven sometime i'll save that one for later Mm -hmm. If you guys want to hear an episode on heaven, I'm going to have to do more studying and you're going to have to sign up at patreon.com slash theologians for just six bucks a month. You can fuel our studies of heaven and um, help us keep the mics on and you can get some Patreon only content. 
Oh, I was going to ask you, and I'm only going to ask you on air because you'll say yes to this. We need to do another video with the sequel to Feminist Baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, we rewrote, for our Patreon supporters, we did a video where we rewrote Feminist Baby, and uh, there's now a sequel to Feminist Baby. I forget Baby. what it's called. Feminist Baby something, I forget, something too. In the world. She does something. It's blue. Yeah. I don't even know. But So I, I had the book Feminist Baby. It was, like, in the bottom of my closet. And uh, January found it and grabbed it and went and sat on my bed and started reading it. And I had a real moment where I was like, do I let her? Am she I being... looked up at you and she was like, <laughs> drivel. And just threw it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> because she's smarter than that. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for this week. Uh, we will see you next week. See ya. <laughs>